Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. You are the light of the world. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all the house. And from the Old Testament lesson from Isaiah, Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked, to cover them. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. From the psalm, light shines in the darkness for the upright. The righteous are merciful and full of compassion. I've been a priest for 58 years, and I have never preached on these texts of light. I have successfully avoided it for 58 <laughs> years. But as those of you who were around when I was rector may remember, I can be very good at avoidance. <laughs> However, there is a reason for my avoidance in this case. You see, light is a metaphor. And met a metaphor either works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, no amount of explanation will ever give it the power it's supposed to have. But even if we don't talk much about light, around here, we do it. We do light. On the night before Easter, we gather in the darkness and make sure all the lights are turned out. And then a new fire is kindled and Easter begins. Every Easter even, I remember vividly that about 50, almost 50 years ago, Father Tom and I were joint interim priests at Church of the Nativity. And Tom had the bright idea of getting the, their local Boy Scout troop to light the new fire, to kindle it. Do you know how long it takes 
when you use that dry stick method. Finally, when the light was kindled, it was with a great deal of Easter relief and Easter joy. That year, we got the point of Easter. However it is lit, when the light of Christ comes, it then spreads throughout the congregation. And where do we see it? We see it reflected in the faces of each of us as we bend over our own little candle. Then in the darkness of Christmas Eve, on one of the longest nights of the year, just before we leave, go home to face the darkness again, we hear from St. John's Gospel. And what we hear is a rephrasing of today's song. Yes, the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. And then when we have a capital campaign, we call it Gracious Light. Why? Because a major focus is new windows and new narthex doors to let more light in. And in the case of the proposed windows for the Mary Chapel, to let that light come in, reflected in color, and form and beauty. We know the metaphor of light. We do it. Yeah, and we also know that we are not the source of light. It is the light of Christ. There is an old story that I'm sure I have told in other contexts around here several times. It's about a child who was asked by the old priest, oh, my dear little boy, what is a saint? And the child points to the stained glass windows with his row of figures and says, a saint is what the light comes through. So yes, here at All Saints, we do light, do the light of Christ. But there is something to really talk about today, and that is darkness, the darkness around us. To compound the dreariness of most days in February in Indiana, there is a huge heaviness weighing upon this nation, upon the world, upon the planet. Constitutional crisis, the rise of populism and narrow nationalism, a nation divided against itself, 
And remember that a house divided its, against itself cannot stand. There is fear of foreigners, racism, economic inequality, global warming, endless war. And that's just the beginning of the list. In some way, shape, or form, it seems we are all asking, does the light still shine? Has the darkness overcome it? It seems so. So therefore, we need to pay attention today to today's readings because they say to us, no, the light has not gone out. Why not? Because it still shines in you. You are the light. You are the light. Where is it? It's in you. Here. Now. In me. In this parish. In the body of Christ, which is the universal Catholic Church of all times and all places. Although I know longer know you all, I still know some of you quite well. And so I know that the light shines in your individual lives. I see it in your individual justice work. I see it in your commitments to family, and friends, and spouses, and children. I see it in your listening and welcoming others, in your generosity of time and talent and money, in your prayers, and in your concerns for those on the prayer list. And I know that light shines in and through this parish. This parish is known for acting out what we heard in Isaiah. Loose the bonds of injustice. Undo the thongs of the yoke. Let the oppressed go free. Share your bread with the hungry. Bring the homeless poor into your house. When you see the naked, cover them. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and healing shall spring up quickly. We are known for loosing the bonds of injustice. This parish does share bread in day spring dinners, in collecting food for the Damien Center Food Pantry, the Kobe Palmer Food Pantry. So the very name testifies to the light of individuals in this parish. 
We literally brought the homeless into this house before Dayspring. Then we gave up a parish hall so Dayspring could exist. And while we may not literally clothe the naked, we collect a zillion socks to cover naked feet. Although I didn't preach it, I do remember a memorable sermon here on the subject of light. When Jack Eastwood was rector, way back when, in the 70s and 80s, he would often come down from this pulpit, pick up a guitar as a prop, and go right down there for the sermon. That's what we did in those days. And in the first couple of pews on that side were the kids of the parish. And in those days, there were quite a number of them. So Jack got them singing an old Sunday school song. And it was so contagious, the rest of us started singing too. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. And you know what the second verse is? Hide it under a bushel? No. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine. And the third verse, don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine. And that, of course, is today's gospel. You are the light of the world. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all the house. And that is this sermon in a nutshell. You are the light of the world. Let it shine. Are you going to hide it under a bushel basket? No. You're going to let it shine. What can we do when it seems like the darkness is winning? Let it shine. What will we do when it seems like the darkness is winning? Let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. Let it shine. You are the light of the world.